What is up, Delicious Faithful? Bruce Moore here to tell you about our newest sponsors, The Midwest Crime Files, a podcast that tells true stories of heinous crimes that have been committed in small Midwestern towns. Hosted by husband and wife team Gina and Chris, these stories are engaging, interesting, raw, and at times brutal. These stories explore the depths of absolute depravity that humankind is capable of, and they will tug at your heartstrings while simultaneously leaving you speechless. If you're like me, you will find yourself falling down a rabbit hole in no time flat as you explore stories of horrendous crimes that occurred in idyllic Midwestern towns. Do yourself a favor and head over to the MidwestCrimeFiles.com for some engaging, well-researched, well-narrated stories that are sure to satisfy the true crime addict in you. Tell them we sent you. Hello, guys. I'm Gerardo from Deadside, and you are listening to the Brutal Delicious Podcast. Yeah, you guys are from Mexico, right? Where are you at in Mexico? Yeah, we are we are from the south part of Mexico. You know, uh, I think it's very well known because we are very close to Cancun. I think oh, that's okay. a, a great reference. We are like a very on the uh, beach side, a lot of the jungle part. And this area is well known for all the Mayan culture. There was like a, actually um, actually from this area, so it's very often that you can like find in like a little bit outside of uh, the surroundings of the city. You can find even like some Mayan ruins everywhere. Oh, it's, really? It, it, so yeah, big cities was uh, around here. So right. so yeah, there was like like a diff, diff, different one. So yeah, that's that's uh, I'm from. We are from Merida. Merida is the city. Uh -huh. um, in pre-Hispanic uh, times, it was called Ixcancico, but when the Spanish arrived, they called the, they changed the name to Merida. And we are from the state of Yucatan. Gotcha. Me metal is quite popular in Mexico, right? I mean, you guys are pretty rabid me metal fans. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think in general, like uh, like we the Latin people, like we are like uh, super intense and very passionate about almost everything, you know. Uh, but in metal, it's, it's something special. If, if you think about it, a lot of uh, big concerts that I have made, for example, like I, I can remember the great concerts that Metallica have made here. Like, for example, when they're making the tour in Mexico, they open at least three, three dates and it's yeah. full, full packed. Also, Ramstein, it's always like the concerts here are like epic. And yeah, it's uh, it's like it's super popular, more than everyone like uh, could think about the, the Mexico. But yeah, it's a, a very metalhead country. Yeah, and I mean, so you said passionate. That's going to be a good way to segue into into Death Skype. I'd listened to uh, the intro to Killer Faith, which is all I had, but I went back and listened to Wind, and you can't get more kick-ass and passionate than that. That's some crazy stuff. Yeah, thank you. Well, that's it. With 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 the band. Um, well, I'm I, for the people that are, it doesn't know me. I'm, I'm Gerardo, vocalist of that side. Um, my band, as I said before, is from from here from Merida, and it's great that you mentioned uh, Wind because it's one of the probably our early songs. But like we decide like like uh, like 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 release now. 
It's a song really influenced by the, because we are like super fans of the Gutenberg sound of the uh, melodic death metal. Right. Like, uh, like when we were totally in flames, the, the first era of in flames at the gates, uh, a little bit of Arch Enemy, Soy Work, all that area, it was like super influenced. We, uh, we was founded in 2003, so it was like a super amazing for us um, to be discovering like everything that ha- was, was making there. And it was like a super, um, super big influence for us. Nice. So I know uh, the record comes out. I don't have a date on it, but the record, uh, what date does uh, it have? It's, it's going to be in August. Uh, if I may run at, at the end of August, uh, okay. we don't have like, like a specific like uh, day now, but we'll be definitely in, in August. So it, it's going to be the name of the album is called Killing for Pressure Forever. And, and we are very happy and proud because uh, probably it's the heaviest, uh, the, the heaviest album that, that we ever made, but also uh, keeping our melodic sound that it's like a very, very characteristic part from us. Right. So we really like to combine that part, you know, like, like the, the heaviness of the riffs and also the, the, the melodic guitars with the great solos. Like we are like super fans of awesome solos. And with a, you know, always with a, like, like a very uh, harsh uh, and strong vocals. You guys uh, are pretty heavy uh, lyrically as well. I mean, you're not just uh, one-offs. I was reading your bio and you have quite a bit of uh, thought goes into your lyrics and sort of a message. What do you want your fans to walk away from? <clears throat> Sorry, after listening to uh, a Death Scythe record, specifically the new one. Well, I think that we combine, uh, when I'm making lyrics, I, I combine a little bit uh, of, of everything that I'm feeling, but also trying to reflect um, our, our surrounding in a way that, for example, like the past of, uh, of our culture, also the present and probably the future. For example, I can explain it better. Um, we have songs like uh, Blood Moon from our past record. It, it's called, um, it, it's about the pre-Hispanic, uh, like, Magian culture and how the, the Magians used to see the underworld. It's what's called Shibalba and how they make this, like, uh, w- when we die, we just go there and it's just, uh, it, it's just like a, uh, the beginning of a, of a journey. So we try to, to describe all that, but also we have like a very first lyrics um, in, 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 a, in a strong way. Like uh, sometimes it's just me like trying to express myself and, and like in different uh, stages of my life. But also we have uh, lyrics that uh, describe the, our, our probably the, the, the situation of, um, of the culture of, of everything that we do here in, in Yucatan. So we really want to reflect that. And also the people that are from, from, from Mexico all like also feel proud of it. Gotcha. So a, kind of a, a heritage thing. Yeah, exactly. That's nice. That, I mean, that's really cool. But I think it also expands way out of there because the heaviness transcends or the rift transcends cultures, transcends everything, right? And you can immediately identify it, whether you're from the United States or from Mexico or even from Australia. Yeah, a rift that bonds everybody. 
Yeah, that's that's a great point. I think that's that's the beautiful thing about the metal uh, that you can hear a, a black metal band from from India, a black metal band from 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 for example for from Canada, and you will find that like you know the structure and and all, all the uh, elements that the genre have, for example, in this case, black metal, but uh, but all the all all the different countries and bands like trying to keep their like their own signature. Yeah. And I think that that that's super cool about metal because like you can find like a metalhead every part of, of the world. Um, and there's uh, I think it's amazing world because it's it, it's a, a world uh, without borders, without frontiers. It's like uh, you can go to a festival to Europe and you can go to a festival to uh, here in Mexico. Yeah, it's all family, you know, like everyone like a reunion of black t-shirts. It's super great. <laughs> yeah, <And> I don't <laughs> think you find that in any other kind of music. You don't find that in in country or in, you know, Mexican folk music. You don't find it in pop music. It's really something super specific to the metal world, I think. Yeah, I think it's like in a commentary, like, for example, like you got in the mosh, in, in the mosh pit and, and someone fell like immediately someone picked pick him up. Um, and I mean, I haven't seen more fights in in clubs, you know, like dancing clubs, even like like fist fights there than any metal concert that I ever have seen. I never have seen like like well, thank God, yet like that kind of aggression. So it's like um, yeah, it's like a happy happy great family. It's crazy stuff. Are you guys planning on taking this on the road at all? Or doing playing live? Well, we're starting to play live uh, around here. Uh, actually, the last Sunday, uh, we played with some great local bands. But um, we, I, we're going to be in two weeks. Two weeks, we're going to be in Cancun. Actually, we're going to be we're going to be playing there with uh, with another bands. And also, we have plans to go to the center of the country uh, in a city called uh, called a big city called Guadalajara. Also, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be playing in Mexico City, you know, the capital of the country, and also in in a in a metal festival called uh, Balagardones Fest, and it's gonna be in the north of, of the country. So as you can see, we try to you know like like try to cover the whole countries uh, somehow this right. year, but also we will love to play outside the country. So we are trying to aim that you know if um, you know if if I we are like available to have a contact outside. We'll be very glad, uh, very glad actually. I would love to play in Canada, in the States, uh, you know, everything that, that that could be awesome. What's it like being back out on the road again after having everything been sidelined with the pandemic and all that nonsense? Amazing, actually, yeah, that, that was the thing that was a challenge to, to the, the, our uh, Tito, the, uh, my, my guitarist. Um, it felt so, so, so great. I mean, just to have this, just to feel the energy of the people and really like, like finally, you know, like, like, uh, um, like hearing the drums, like, like in, in your back, it, 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 it's a sense that we really miss. I mean, it, it was like a, uh, a difficult time for us. Um, it's like, um, uh, in, like in general, actually. Um, yeah, I get sick of that, but we, we really come together and we actually survive that. And also, I want to say that 
that we really work hard in those days because we have the opportunity, you know, to have a like like a, a really pulse in in general. So we take that time to to create new songs. So these songs that you're gonna be hearing then then in August are part of of the work that we made during the pandemic. Right, and I think music, especially heavy music, is really cathartic and really helps you get through those hard times, right? And I think it's going to resonate really good with people coming out of the pandemic. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I, I don't know where I heard that sometimes, uh, like, bad times make great songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, and I think it's I think it's super true, you know? Like, like, like Mary really uh, reflect that. For example, uh, we was talking about like, you know, like digression that can actually the, the mosh pit can have. But after the mosh pit, you know, everything is like, like happiness and because we already take out that, right? But, right. you know, probably in different genres, you know, we don't have the opportunity to really express yourself with all your body and you know, you're really screaming, you know, right. but it's in a healthy way. I think it's very healthy. Oh, I agree. And I imagine being on stage was probably pretty crazy because the audience was just as excited to be at a live show, right? So the transfer of energy must have been nuts. Yeah, actually, I, I can see it like, like, like super. Um, it, it's, 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 very, uh, it's very true that now everyone wants to make like, like concerts. Everyone wants to go to concerts. So it, I think it's we are having a, I don't know if we are renaissance, but it, it looks like uh, letters of festivals everywhere. So we really want to like probably sneak in one of those big ones. So let's hope with this album. Let's see. It's funny you mentioned renaissance because I was just talking, just had an interview prior to this one where we were just talking about it. I think there's going to be a huge renaissance, not just music, but all kinds of art coming out of this pandemic, right? Because everybody was locked up creating and fine-tuning everything and we all went through this collective nonsense and i think coming out of it there's going to be like this great renaissance of art and painting and music and everything even literature yeah even uh, like talking about like, like specific of, 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 of metal like even bands that they're already split off they say like probably in this like isolating days they will say like oh you know we should we should be together again um, and yeah, I mean, this like a uh, really hard times, so really, like, lo everything locked down. Uh, you have the opportunity, everyone, to have a, like, if you want to say like that, like free time, probably to, to be more, to be creative, right? So right. I think uh, somehow, like, this pause, uh, a, a, like, artistically way speaking, it, it was good. Yeah. And I mean, you said it yourself, bad times create good music and you couldn't be any worse than we were in. So I think you're going to see all kinds of crazy, great stuff coming up. Yes, like, I, I can wait for, for, for new albums of other bands that I liked. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Also, we already have this album coming um, and we already started to work in another one. So, yeah, we are really super active. And yeah, it really everything uh, of the pandemic really starting to really push hard uh in creating more so what's next for you guys now you said you work the album is done right and it's in august yeah we uh, we're gonna have the album king for pleasure forever in august and after that we are ready actually like a little bit of spoiler here uh, we are ready it's time to record a, a new one 
after that. So we already have one song of the other album. And I think that will come in, out in 2023. So it's going to be very cool. And yeah, it's going to it's it's gonna keep all the things that uh, people like about uh, that side and i'm very excited to to talk about more of that in the future that's awesome do you guys do all the uh engineering and production yourself or do you go somewhere else outside um we work with uh it, with a studio called tupa monster with uh well, our producer is is a very well-known producer in, in the area it's called uh, uh Spinoza, and he's uh, super great i mean he really uh, helped us to nail like the, the sound that we were looking and yeah we actually we keep, we will keep it working with him uh more because i, I think he really understands how that's to sound and that's nice once you find a producer that you can trust and you know is going to get you where you want to be then he, you can't really change that yeah i think it it, it it it's also cool and and at the same at the same point he wants to it was uh trying to different uh, uh different stuff with us so that made me more 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 interesting and and yeah and actually he's a huge huge, huge friend for uh, uh of us he actually he's a great guitarist so he really he's in a band so he really understands what what actually a metal band is so he really loves metal and, and i think that's gold in these days Oh yeah, that's important like that. for sure. So uh, that runs to the end of my questions. Did I miss anything you want to cover? Uh, well, uh, not to cover too much, but probably just uh, just say hello and, and talking about uh, a little bit of, of the members of that side. Uh, I just like to introduce them. Um, as I say, I'm, I'm Gerardo, the vocalist. Uh, we have uh, Roberto Cervera, is a, a guitarist. We have Rafael Barreiro in the other guitar. Um, we have uh, David Montero in the bass, and we have Eduardo Perez in the drums. And I just want to say hello to them. And also, I want to uh, say hello to Corey uh, to, to make this uh, uh, possible. And uh, of course, like really thank to everyone that really have to take the have to take the time to listen to that side. Um, I, I mean, we really appreciate it, especially now that you can hear anything from everywhere at, at any point. So if you really give us some minutes of, of listening, we really appreciate it. And we are really thank you with everyone. And you can just uh, follow us in social media and you can find us in, in Facebook. We are very active in Facebook and Instagram. And you can find us at that side. And, and also, we are on Twitter, I guess. <laughs> we don't use it too much, but we sometimes upload stuff there. We are in Bandcamp and Spotify and, of course, uh, YouTube. Perfect. And I, I am a huge fan. I definitely love Wind. And I suggest anybody who's yeah. hearing this prior to the record, go check out Wind, because that's a heavy as hell, super produced tune mm -hmm. that we've been banging around the studio here for a while. So I appreciate Thank what you, you guys so do. You guys are great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bruce, for the time. You have been great with us. No worries. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate your time. No, thank you, Bruce. You have been great. And it's very well, uh, nice to talk to you. Excellent. Nice talking to you. Keep up the good work, and we'll look forward to the record in August. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Be well, my friend. Have a great time. Bye-bye. Yes. Bye. Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast.